everybody and welcome to the year was the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question hey who invited you like seriously why are you here I'm your host, Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes, we will swim through the river of time to find out what makes today truly unique. On this episode, we examine the events that occurred April 22nd. With the Olympics having been recently postponed, I thought it would be cool to take a look at the history of the modern Olympics, and that's absolutely a lie. I happened to come across this by accident and just happened to remember about the postponement. Anyway, I found out about an Olympics that are not technically an Olympics, as they are no longer recognized by the International Olympic Committee, henceforth called the IOC, as an official representation of the Olympic Games. So let's talk Olympics. We all know that the first recorded Olympic Games were held sometime around 776 B.C., but it's also widely known that by this time, the Olympics were somewhere around 500 years old. Like today, it was held every four years during a religious festival meant to honor Zeus, the Greek god and father of Hercules. Events were a bit different then, though, because while they had the usual suspects of foot races, boxing, and wrestling, they also had horse and chariot races, as well as military competitions. Can you imagine military drills being done at the Olympics? Like, full-on war games. Not the Matthew Broderick kind, but actual war games. It's a bit crazy. In 708 BC, which you have to remember, BC goes backwards, the pentathlon was introduced, bringing with it the javelin, the discus, and the long jump. And this all went well until 393 AD, when the Roman Emperor Theodosius I abolished the games, because as a Christian, it was his duty to suppress paganism. Luckily, this would be the only time Christians would do something like this. I'm probably going to cut that out. So now there were no Olympics, and athletes everywhere had no place other than war, I guess, to show off their insane feats of human strength and determination. And then, as if Dooley Wilson had been asked to play it, Sam, the fundamental things applied, and time went by. And in the 18th and 19th century, informal Olympic Games began to be held. And that was all well and good, but it wasn't until 1892 that French Baron Pierre de Coubertin brought forth the proposal to revive the Olympic Games as a worldwide major competition to occur every four years. People liked the idea, but nothing happened. He brought it up again in 1894, and the 79 delegates from nine countries unanimously approved the proposal, and so it was decided that the first modern Olympics would be held in Athens, Greece in 1896. And that is exactly what happened. So now, we can discuss the intercalated games. Now hold on, you're using some big fancy words I hear you say. What does that mean? Well, intercalated basically means that it exists between two layers. So, 
It was an Olympic Games in between Olympic Games. It'll make sense later. This next bit I got off of Wikipedia. Being French, Coubertin wanted the games to premiere in Paris in 1900, but as we know, Paris was not chosen. Because of the amount of time and work that it takes to put on an Olympic event, it was suggested that Greece would host the intercalated games in between the Olympic Games, but Coubertin did not want any other place than France to be a permanent host of the games, and he vetoed the idea at first. With the 1900 games failing to meet the expectations of the event, having been overshadowed by the Exposition Universale, it was agreed that Greece would be allowed to host the intercalated games. But by this time, it was too close to 1902, and so the games were pushed back to 1906. So, disappointing receptions brought the Olympics back to Athens. And it's important to note here that the games were officially sanctioned by the IOC and referred to as the second Olympic Games in Athens, and was even held in the same stadium as the 1896 Olympics. The games included track and field, diving, fencing, gymnastics, rowing, shooting, soccer, or football, swimming, tennis, tug-of-war, weightlifting, and wrestling. It actually also included an event called the Ancient Pentathlon, which replicated the Ancient Pentathlon of the Greeks. The year was 1906, and on this day, April 22nd, the opening ceremony of the 1906 Intercalated Olympic Games was held. Side note, an important contribution from these games was actually a separate opening and closing ceremony. So the games began April 22nd with 20 countries sending almost 900 athletes to compete, which actually included the first appearance of an official U.S. team selected by the United States Olympic Committee. Athletes were awarded medals and Olympic records were set, including one by Ray Urey, an American who defended his titles to win a total of eight medals, adding two more in 1910, creating a record that would not be broken until Michael Phelps in 2008. For its closing ceremony, it is said that 6,000 children took part. And that's where the story should end. Except it doesn't. The 1908 Olympics happened with no issues, but then the 1910 Intercalated Olympics were canceled due to political unrest and were simply phased out. World War I was on the horizon. In what is truly a shame, the medals from the first and only intercalated Olympic Games were, or rather are, considered unofficial by the IOC. But why is that? The only answer that I could find that really made any sense was from Quora, and says basically that the IOC determined that every two years was too frequent for the Games and settled on a four-year schedule which was then standardized. So... The 1906 games were an exception to this, a failed experiment and perhaps a source of embarrassment for the IOC. Because of this, they pretended that it never happened, but at the same time, they are forced to recognize it. The games are not considered Olympiad, only intercalated, so because of this, the medal counts are not official and are not included in the overall tally of the countries 
and they are not displayed with the collection of medals at the Olympic Museum in Switzerland. And that's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and review. That helps me steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.